Kedushin per Gimel, Mishnah Yud 310, and the Mishnah continues to discuss dubious marriages. Uh, the cases in this Mishnah are where there's a dispute whether there was a marriage at all. So a bit of background to understand the Mishnah. The first is that uh, when a person gets married, so besides for his wife or her husband, additional people become arayos, forbidden like incestuous relationships that didn't exist before. So the simple examples are when a man marries a woman besides for um the people who were forbidden to him before they got married, added to the list are her mother, her sisters, her daughter, and so on. Similarly, when a woman marries a husband, added to the list of people who she can never marry are his father, his brother, his son, and so on. Okay? Um, and, of course, there are exceptions, like the husband could marry his late wife's sister after she dies, and the wife could marry her late husband's brother if he died without children in Yibum. But in general... The principle is that these new krovav, new relatives, his relatives or um, krovoseha, her relatives, uh, become forbidden by virtue of there being a marriage. Now, in our mission, there's going to be a dispute whether there even was a marriage that happened. So he says there was, and she says there wasn't, or vice versa. So our mission is now going to build on another principle, which is the principle, um, something known as achshave, or shavia anavshe de Isura. A person literally means he equates to himself as if it's a forbidden item, forbidden like piece of meat or something, forbidden object. So the idea is that if a person says something is forbidden to him, even if the halacha, like in a court of an abezdin, they would dismiss the prohibition, like for everybody else, since he says it's forbidden to him, it remains forbidden to him. Okay, the exact lumps of how that works is uh, a discussion in the Chronum, but it applies to things like when you have a suffolk with kashas in the kitchen or in, you know, in Pesach with chametz mixtures and so on. And here too as well, if he's saying that he's married to her, even if she's denying it, so that means in his, like in his, from his frame of, his frame of reference, he is has to consider her to be his wife and therefore her relatives, like her mother, sister, daughter, become forbidden to him. Even if the Bezdin will say, listen, we're not taking your word for it, we say you aren't married. Um, but since he says they are married, so he has this Shavya Nafshe Chaticha De Isura, he, by virtue of his position, holds that her relatives, like mother, sister, daughter, are forbidden to him, and therefore he can't marry them, and the Bezdin won't allow him to marry them. Even though they'll disregard, as we'll see, disregard his claim that, that he is married to her. So, uh, the case of our mission here are these different these, um, different. Tainus regarding Kedushin, where he's saying, let's say, they are married, and she's saying there isn't married, they aren't married. So what would the case be? The case has to be, just I want to make sure it's clear, you can't just give a girl a ring and she accept it and then say, okay, we're married. There always needs to be two witnesses present, otherwise it's a non-starter. So he's claiming something like, he's going to go to base and he's going to say, listen, I gave you the ring, there were two witnesses there, and meanwhile those two witnesses have died, or they've gone to Timbuktu, and now I can't prove it, but you're my wife. And she's saying, nothing doing, I don't know what you're talking about, we're not married, and it didn't happen. Or something like that. So now, the Bezdin will look at them and roll their eyes and say, "Listen, what do you want from us? If you haven't got, uh, if you haven't got witnesses, so like, there's nothing admissible in terms of evidence to your marriage. Like, you guys can, you know, goodbye, get lost. We have nothing to say to you in terms of your marriage. We have no opinion on the subject, really. Um, so therefore, if that woman says good, and I want to marry his brother, 
the court will say, okay, you can marry his brother because as far as we're concerned, you guys aren't married. We have no reason to think you are married. Um, but the point of our mission here is that since he said that he was married to her, even though the Bezin are not taking the marriage seriously one bit, but they will not allow him to marry her sister. Because they'll say, listen, in your head, in your worldview, you claim you're married to this woman, therefore you certainly cannot marry her sister. And that's the, the nub of the Mishnah. Okay, so the Mishnah says inside, Ha'omer, Le'isha, a man claims to a woman in front of the Bezdin, Kidashtich, I married you. Ve'hi'omeris, lo kidashtani. She says, no, you didn't marry me. So again, he's claiming he gave her the ring in front of two witnesses, but now he can't get a hold of his witnesses. And she says, nothing doing. So then the Bezdin says, as far as we're concerned, you guys are married. But nevertheless, hu asur bekrovosea. He is forbidden to marry her relatives because of this principle of shavia anafshe chaticha de isura, since he in his head claims they are married. So therefore, he also in his head claims that her relatives are forbidden to him. Therefore, the Bezdin will not allow them to get married. Nevertheless, since the Bezdin is not admitting this, these claims, it's just he said, she said, and there's no evidence. So therefore, she is allowed by this very same Bezdin, which they heard him saying they're married, the Bezdin will marry her to his brother. She's not restricted. To put it a totally different way, his claim they're married can't mess her up. Okay? Similarly, if he omers kidashtani, she claims that they got married, he says nothing doing, I never gave you a ring, we never got married. So then, since he says they're not married, he can marry her relatives, but she cannot marry his relatives. So it sounds like it's really the same case in reverse, but actually it's not quite. First of all, um, there's, a, there's a very basic chiddush you have to get from this, which the Bartunor brings, which is, listen, they're not really playing on, a, on an equal playing field. When he says that she's his wife, so he hasn't got much to lose because, okay, good, so he can't marry her relatives, a big deal, but he can marry whoever else he wants. By her saying that she's married to him, so a woman can't marry more than one husband, and therefore she's stuck. She can't marry anybody anymore until she gets a get from this guy. So she's trapped herself totally. And therefore, you might have had the reason to think, listen, since her claim is so, you know, the stakes are so high for her, we should believe her more than if he made the claim we had really had not much to lose. Okay? So that's a false, spurious way of thinking. Do not think that. They both can't mess each other up, so her claiming that she's married to him has no impact on him at all. Okay, now, a little more than that. Once she claims she's married to him, so she's now, she's now stuck. She can't get married to anybody. So the Bezin might intercede on her behalf and say, listen, guy, you claim you weren't married. We get it. But now this woman's trapped. She can't marry anybody. So you want her to be trapped forever? Do her a favor and give her a get, even though you claim you don't need to give her a get because you claim you never were married. But give her a get so then she can marry whoever she wants. True that she'll never be able to marry his relatives, but so what? She can marry some other third party. Without the get, she can't marry anybody ever. So now let's say this fellow concedes and says, listen, the poor lady obviously is sick in the head, but I don't want her to be trapped. I'll give her a get. So once he gives the get, so now the Bezin will not let him marry her relatives. That's a Durabanan, right? And those we said, the Mishnah said he could marry her relatives. But once he gives her a get, so the Bezin will say, listen, this is rabbinic in nature. We'll say, listen, we're not, if it's you said your word against her word, so then we'll roll our eyes and say, listen, she can't mess you up. But once there's documentary evidence, there's a woman sitting with a get, that has your name on it, that you divorced her. So then we're not going to let some, you go and marry her sister. And then we'll have sort of contradictory documents where you have a ksuba to her sister that, that, or her mother or daughter. No, we're not going to do that. And therefore, if he gives her a get, she can marry whoever she wants, except for his relatives, of course. But he no longer can marry her relatives either, because it's at least rabbinically treated as if they were married. Okay?
Now, the Mishnah continues on with a, a second um, set of cases. The case is something like this. There's a man who's claiming that he married a woman's daughter, and she's saying, no, not true. It was me who you married. So what does that mean? So the case is something like this. We saw previously a couple of Mishnahs ago that the father is able to marry off his daughter, and he's even believed that he married her off to the point that he could mess her up if she's still a Katana or a Nara. If a woman is essentially a single mother, and let's say her husband died, so the rabbis authorize her to marry off her daughter. But that's a din derabanan, that's a rabbinic enactment in order to protect the daughter. And you might have thought that just as the father has some kind of ne'emanus that he can mess up his daughter, because that's what the Pasuk essentially allows for, our mission is teaching us that no, the mother's not the same. The mother can't claim she married off her daughter and then mess the daughter up. Okay, that's that's the big chiddush of that this part of the mission. So now the mission says inside, it says, "Kidash tich." He claims that he married the mother. Vhi omeris, but the mother says no. Lo kidashta elabiti. You didn't marry me. You married my daughter. When he gave me that ring, was for my daughter, and I married her off midrabanan to you. Okay, so now the first. So we're going to understand, as we said before, that obviously she can't mess him up. And she'll, we'll see now also the Mishnah, she can't mess her daughter up either. And therefore, who Aser Berkrovos Gdola, since he claims he was married to the mother, the older one, the mother, so therefore he becomes forbidden to marry her relatives, her mother, her sister, her daughter. And Ugadola Muteris Berkrovov, on the flip side, the mother who says she was never married, she can marry anybody she wants, even his brother or father or son. Who Muter Berkrovos Ktana, even though the mother claims that he was married to her daughter, but he repudiates that, and therefore he could marry the daughter's relatives. Um, and similarly, the daughter can't be messed up by her mother, and therefore she, the daughter, is welcome to marry this guy's relatives as well, his son, etc. Okay? If you'll ask, wait a second, um, which are the Krovos of the Katana, which of the daughter's relatives could he marry, since we, he can't marry the mother's relatives? The answer is there could be a, a half-sister. The daughter could have a half-sister from a different mother, so that now is permitted to him.